taking the CPA exam. Far more exciting than it was ever intended to be. What has happened, everyone? Welcome back to the Another 71 podcast. As always, I'm your humble host, Jeff Elliott, a licensed CPA in the state of Kansas by the grace of God and to the chagrin of many and the number grows daily. I assure you, this is episode 102. Today is Friday, June 24th, 2022. If you have a CPA exam study question, go to another71.com forward slash Jeff and I'll answer it on the next podcast. And again, that's another71.com forward slash Jeff. Before we get started, you will hear me reference the Ninja Study Framework, which coincidentally is the only way that you should be studying. You can apply the Ninja Framework to any course you're using, and you don't even need to be a Ninja customer to get it or use it. You can download that for three easy payments of free at another71.com forward slash free. We begin with the July 2022 CPA exam updates, and I think the easiest way to go through them uh, at a very, very, very high level is just to tell you which sections of the Ninja book changed. Whatever course you are using, I'm sure they are all updated. Now it's up to each course, each editor's editorial license to decide what is material for the CPA exam and what is not. Uh, we tend to err on the side of um, not stuffing our content full of things that we don't believe will be materially tested on the exam. And so uh, we include the must know updates. So far, it's working out. All right, so for the July 2022 updates, um, auditing, attestation, engagements. So that chapter in the Ninja book and the Ninja notes was changed, uh, especially in the Ninja notes, completely redid it, and the Ninja audio. If you have the old Ninja audio, you want to um, resubscribe, or if you're a current ninja, you want to re-download it, uh, because I redid the attestation engagement section, and I actually like it a lot better, and it has some new content that you do need to know. Regulation, okay, so July, every year, it's the new tax law, so July 2022, it's the 2022 tax laws are testable. And so the usual suspects have been updated. Individual tax, corporate tax, property tax, partnerships, trusts and gifts, and debtor-creditor relationships. And for FAR, minor update, but there's one in governmental reporting. Now, your course might throw the kitchen sink at you and have all of this nuanced stuff. We don't do that. We don't think it serves you well, and but the stuff that you need to know, we include it. All right, starting out, Aaron writes in from the dojo. Currently, I'm hammering out MCQs. I did poorly on the sims, but did not feel like any of the practice sims I did with my course. So how I, 
How I do it is if they say something good about a course, I mention it. If they say something bad about a course, I just don't mention it. Just how I roll. So uh, my practice sims with my course did not set me up to succeed. All right, hammering MCQs, not doing well on the sims. Um, that's pretty normal for any CPA candidate um, to struggle with the sims. Now, I have always held that the sims, if you can do well on the MCQ, if you, if you know the MCQ, the, the MCQ conceptually well enough to do well on the MCQ, then, um, then you should do well on the simulations. Now, granted, there is a learning curve with any simulation. I've gotten a simulation before where I knew the topic. For the life of me, I stared at it for 45 minutes because I didn't know what they wanted me to do. Um, and sometimes you just get a sim that's like that. You just, what? <laughs> you want to call it the AICP? Are you sure this is right? Um, that's life. And so um, the best thing that you can do is make sure that you're sound conceptually in the MCQ. And now the simulations are worth 50% of your grade. So you can't, you obviously can't punt them. Now, I would never advocate that, but I'm a bigger fan of 70-30 MCQ to Sims. And so what I would do, I would set aside a Saturday, call it simulation Saturday, and, uh, and do nothing but Sims. Maybe do that twice out of your seven weeks. And that's how I'd handle the Sims. Be conceptually sound on the MCQ, hammer the Sims on simulation Saturday, and I think you'll do better. Gary writes in from the dojo, I took auditing five times, 68, 70, 71, 74, and then 71. I'm losing my mind. I would too. I do not know what I'm doing wrong. I think the simulations are the issue and tricky MCQ. Of the four sections of the audit exam, I tend to do better on parts one and four. Two and three, I, I will try to buckle down some more. He's referring to the blueprint. It's hit or miss for me. I was ninja only, ninja Becker plus ninja, and Glime plus ninja. So I assume it was Becker plus ninja, Glime plus ninja. Now he's ninja only. That's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to assume. So I'm going to answer it ninja only. Okay, backing up to your scores 68, 70, 71, 74, doing like progressing 71. Now, typically, when that happens, it's because in 74, like 74 is the worst score to get because not only do you not pass, you're one point away, but people think that when you get a 74 that you can <clears throat> just cram. And often what, oftentimes what happens is people who score 74 and don't completely redo their study regimen, they score worse. I bet that's what happened to you. So don't get discouraged like you're on the path, but I think what you did, I don't know this for sure, but I'm going to guess is that you're just sick of studying. Understandable that 74 was your fourth auditing, auditing exam. And so you just crammed, you got back in there, took it and took it again. And I see that sometimes people recommending that that's, um, well-intended, but poor advice to, doesn't matter if you score a 
54 or a 74, you have to redo everything that you did, everything that you did to get that score plus something more. Hit that weak area harder. Audit sampling, whatever it is. Hit it harder. Um, and so do everything that you did. Like Go back to that 74. What did you do? You did this. Do exactly that. Plus, this time, rewrite your ninja notes. This time, watch all of the ninja crams. This time, listen to the ninja audio seven times instead of one, as annoying as that may be. And that's the recipe for success after repeated failures. Now, the one caveat is that if you're just burned out, move on to a different section and then come back to auditing. Ty says, I'd like to know if I can listen to the Ninja Audio while working without having to read the book or the notes. Uh, yeah, that's what the Ninja Audio is for. And I mean, people ask for a transcript of it sometimes. Um, I don't send it to them because that's not what it's for. It's, it's so that you can study when you otherwise could not. So if you can sit and read and listen, I want you to be hammering MCQ. I want you to be reading the Ninja Notes. I want you to be watching the Ninja Cram. I want you to be uh, watching Ninja Sparring. Um, not reading the transcript of the Ninja Audio. But while you're working, you know, staring at a spreadsheet. <laughs> Make sure it's a good spreadsheet, lots of colors. And uh, acting like you're working and you can study. When you're driving, you can study. At the gym, you can study if you're listening to the Ninja Audio. And then the follow-up question of that is for intense note-taking while reading the book or listening to the audio, instead of taking my own notes, can I just rewrite the Ninja Notes? Yes. Um, highly recommend doing that. Some people just don't like taking notes, so rewrite the Ninja Notes, absolutely. Francis writes in, are there simulations or task-based simulations for the auditing section of Ninja? Yes, there's 1,300, 1,400 auditing MCQ, give or take, 60 plus simulations. I think there's more now, but um, yeah, there's more MCQ and more simulations in Ninja MCQ than you can possibly do. Matthew writes in from the dojo, I just got my score and got a 74. I need to pass audit soon. I was wondering if you could help me. Matthew's using Surgeon plus Ninja. Uh, yeah, so as I've said previously, a 74 is the worst score you can get. Again, you didn't pass, but it's a very dangerous score because you think that you're a cram away and you're not. When you took that exam, you were exam ready. Four weeks, five weeks, whatever it is later, you're not. Like there's a buildup and anyone who's taking the CPA exam knows this. There's this like crescendo, you just, you just cram all this info into your head, you go barf it out on exam day and then you forget it all. <laughs> um, and, and so, you're not at that 74 today. You're at a, if you went in there and took it today, you'd be a, 
I mean, realistically, 68. And so do everything that you did to get that 74. So using Surgent plus Ninja, whatever aspects of Surgent you used, whatever aspects of Ninja you used, make sure you're listening to the Ninja audio as many times as you can, because the more times you can listen to it, the more stuff, those annoying mnemonics will get into your head. And I get people who tell me, Jeff, I listened to it so many times that I could finish your sentences. And that's what you want. So that on exam day, you see that keyword, and then whatever stupid thing I said about that keyword, it's in your head. And um, so that's why the Ninja Audio is crucial. Read the Ninja Notes as many times as you can. If you didn't watch the Ninja Cram this time, do that. Do everything that you did to get that 74 and plus add some more. Leanne writes in from the dojo, I've taken BEC about seven times and I cannot pass the exam. I feel good about the exam, but clearly not doing well. I've been studying for the exam for about two years. I am currently just now focusing on MCQs and the Ninja Cram sessions. Would love feedback on what I can do to pass. In the last test I took, I received a 70, which is two points up from my last exams. Leanne's using Becker plus Ninja. Okay, BEC seven times, nothing in the world. Um, I mean, it's no fun, but you, you already knew that. Um, so yeah, focusing on MCQ and the cram sessions, it kinda, that kind of seems like you're, you're just in whatevs mode. You're just gonna hammer MCQ, watch the cram, go in there, and like, fine. Um, no, I think you need to go back through and nail the concepts, intense notes, then non-stop MCQ, then just rewrite your notes, then it all comes together in the final review, which is the cram. I think you still need to follow the Ninja framework. Like, don't kind of uh, half butt it. <laughs> um, do the full ninja framework, not just, you know, YOLO, <coughs> YOLO mode, MCQ, cram, exam day. Don't do that. Kristen writes in from the dojo, I have ADHD and I've been struggling with the lack of structure or root routine for what I need to be doing each day to study with the Becker software. Kristen's using Becker plus Ninja. I pushed back my exam multiple times already, and all my friends taking the exam have already moved past me. Any daily tasks, study routine, recommendations to prepare for FAR would be immensely helpful as I just feel so overwhelmed, I don't know where to start. Okay, I don't have ADHD, not a doctor, not a biologist, uh, and so I, I can't identify with that struggle. Um, so, but you know, just from being you, the things that you need to do, like you feel yourself getting distracted. So like, what can you do to reset? Do you walk around the yard a few times? Do you go down to the mailbox and back? Do you um, run to the gas station and grab a Red Bull? Like whatever it is, just to reset your attention. Now, studying is boring. Watching videos are boring. Um, 
doing MCQ, a little less boring because you're doing things. Um, one thing that I highly, re highly recommend is no matter what you're doing, take notes because you're, keep, you're doing something, you're keeping your brain engaged, engaged. It's kind of a game you can play with yourself. Like, uh, you know, how can I take this big concept and put it into three bullet points? It keeps your brain engaged and just be, be realistic. I mean, if you need to get up and walk around every 15 minutes, do it. I mean, obviously on exam day, you can't do that, but, um, and then maybe as you get closer to exam day, maybe you start to um, force yourself to sit for longer periods of time. Um, you know, that's probably what I would do. All right. Well, that does it for this episode. If you have a CPA exam study question, go to another71.com forward slash Jeff, and I'll answer it on the pod on the next podcast. Again, that's another71.com forward slash Jeff. And again, you heard me reference the Ninja Framework, and you can get that at another71.com forward slash free. That's another71.com forward slash free. And until next time, be good, everyone. Take care, and I will talk to you soon.